0: You are listening to the Dark Corner Podcast with DJ Evil Dave and Starfleet Lieutenant Junior Dredd, Brenny Chicole. Hello, everybody. Hi. And happy continuing of the spooky times. Ooh. Yep. Hope you're enjoying the 31 song mix I made and started the month with.
1: Have you ever noticed when I go, ooh, I have to do the hand things? Of
0: course me? you have to do the hand thing. That's part of it. <laughs> and otherwise, how can people not tell you're being a ghost? Yes. Yeah, very, very do, true. You've got to do like the puppeteer hands as well, or the... The very high piano keys. Hands. Very high piano
1: keys. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness!
0: Or he could pie out the air like Piano Cat did.
1: Yes, there's that oh, too. Yeah. Keyboard Cat.
0: Keyboard Cat. That's his name.
1: No.
2: Okay.
0: Doesn't quite work as well. No. But yes, I've got the Halloween playlist already up. Up. My computer's asking me for a password. A password. Okay. Why didn't it take that one? Oh, because my cap lock is for some reason on. There we go. All right. Ta-der. Ta-der. So you probably heard typing right there. Yarp. Yarp.
1: Behind the scenes, pulling back the curtain on the dark corner. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, I've got the the Halloween playlist all up, and this is our second ep. So we're gonna be talking about kind of a spooky related thing later on in the episode. In yes. Kind of weird. Roundabout way.
1: Well, it does have to do with serial killing.
0: Yes, and murder, <laughs> and kind of has this tie to both the thing and alien and all kinds of stuff. So,
1: dun dun dun. Yeah,
0: but it'll be fun. Well, I'll probably even title this it anyway, but yes, we're talking about Among Us mm-hmm. as the main topic, specifically the All Elite wrestling crew and friends yes. streaming Among Us on Twitch. So funny. So, we're going to talk about highlights from that and just kind of ins and outs of the game if you haven't played this very popular uh kind of social online game that really blew up during the pandemic for obvious reasons yeah 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 it was, came out and I've well, got that, that's all main topic stuff so we'll let that go for now
1: yes uh, it's our anniversary. It is. On this very day that we're recording, it is our anniversary.
0: It is happy anniversary to us.
1: Yes. And as an
0: anniversary gift, we bought ourselves a new
1: water heater. <laughs> we didn't have a choice. <laughs>
0: yes, the old one developed a bulge. It's been with this house for 24 years, which even the guy coming in was like, yeah, that's not how that's supposed to work.
1: You usually get like seven years. Yeah. Uh, I... This one lasted 24, as long as we've been married. Mm-hmm.
0: That's and very odd. it you know, still was retaining water. I mean, it didn't leak that much even after it had bulged a bit. But yeah, now we're going to get a tankless one because Utah apparently is the only state that is specifically requiring people to do this. What, what do you call it? The no-ox or something like that. It's something to do with, I think, the um the exhaust mm-hmm. of it, like, yeah. like emissions. That's what it is, emissions.
1: Yeah, because we have terrible pollution here. Mm-hmm. And it just gets trapped in this bowl Mm -hmm. that we live in and just hangs over us a lot. And uh, so when the smoke from the fires in California and beyond came over us as well, it just sat there for days on end. Yeah.
0: You go outside and just smell smoke.
1: But yeah, they're they're basically starting to convert the code into everybody has to get tankless.
0: Mm -hmm. If they build a new house, you have to have a tankless water heater. That's just it. You can't have a tank
1: and it's soon going to be well soon maybe within the next five years mm-hmm. or more they're going to start saying to other existing residences that they have to convert mm-hmm.
0: so really in the long run it was best to get a tankless anyway and i want a tankless mm-hmm. because i get tired of running hot water running out and then having to wait and running more hot water it's like this you'll have hot water indefinitely
1: constantly yeah yeah, I, uh, I'm i looking forward to this as well. It's costing a lot of money. It is. But it does have a lot of guarantees. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's, uh wasn't it like a 25-year guarantee on this puppy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the way they put it. That's so.
1: pretty damn good. Yeah, so... Plus. Well, plus. Yeah, We're getting the water softener Mm -hmm. replaced as well.
0: Yeah, which is good because we have that one that's ancient. It's a museum piece. Mm -hmm. It came with the house in the 50s, basically.
1: Oh, well, probably wasn't the 50s. It was probably the 80s, but that's beside the point.
0: If you look at the inside of it, it looks like something that was developed in the 50s or 60s. It's crazy.
1: Okay, well, maybe it was there that long. There's little
0: tiny weird clicky gears (laughs) with kind of the kind of mod design you might see in Mad Men. This thing is a museum piece. We could probably actually sell it and get money off it by a collector of, like, ancient things.
1: Yeah. That's so crazy. So crazy. Yeah. I just had a thought. What's that? I worry about the cat being able to use his litter box while those guys are here for 10 hours on the 22nd. We
0: could move it upstairs, maybe. Yeah, we'll have to show him. I don't know. He might be so freaked out he won't be able to do much of anything. Yeah, I just worry about him. I could push it under that Heidi spot.
1: It's possible. So maybe
0: he can hide and use it.
1: Okay. It's a thought. Anyway, we'll 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 think about it. We'll deal with that in eleven days. Yeah,
0: he's finally calmed down from having the inspector come and look at it.
1: Yeah. He was a good guy.
0: Yeah, he was a good guy. Um looks like a good business to work with. They're highly rated and were very kind and walked us through everything.
1: Their name is Superior, and that isn't a lie. Nope.
0: Superior water. and, And air. And air.
1: Yeah. Now, if only we could afford central air, but that's oh, a whole other story. That's another yeah. five to seven thousand dollars. Yeah, there are
0: so many other things we need to repair or fix, but this was the pressing one. So, yes, yeah. I
1: would much rather have hot water than central air mm-hmm. if I had to make a choice. Yeah. So
0: because I do like my hot baths, it comes from my Finnish heritage.
1: I would like to have a shower that doesn't run out of hot water mm-hmm. halfway through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a weird day for. For being an anniversary, though we did just have our anniversary lunch. Had some Applebee's.
1: Yep. Had bourbon street steak. Mm, yeah. So delicious. So it's been
0: a long while, so that was a nice treat while we watched stuff.
1: Yes, and my office assistant slash friend, Chris, sent us some crumble cookies. Yeah, I still have some sugar cookie left.
0: That was really nice so, of her. Yeah, it was a nice gift for, for our anniversary, so...
1: Yeah, the way I found out about it is she texted me and said, did you get a delivery? And I said, what? (laughs) Did I get a delivery? Not that I know of. She says, check your front porch. I'm like, okay. So I go out there and there's a box of four cookies sitting there.
0: That's very nice of her.
1: Yeah. She was upset that they didn't knock or anything because they were supposed to be served warm. Mm -hmm. Except for the sugar cookie, which is served cold.
0: Yep. But anyway. And comes in a sleeve. Comes in a
2: sleeve.
1: Mm -hmm. So it doesn't... Get sticky. It well, doesn't so stick crumbly. To beans. Well, yeah, it's they're very called crumble for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I believe they're a Utah-based
0: company, aren't they? Crumbly. They
1: are a Utah-based company. They're starting to expand into other states. C R
0: U M B L. Delicious. Yeah, really good um, cookies.
1: Some of the best I've ever had, yeah. if not the best
0: Mm-hmm. cookies. Googies.
1: Googies. Yep.
0: Should we get into our huge stack of reviews?
1: Okay, yes. Let's start with Fear Street 1994. Yeah,
0: since it's October, we've been watching the horror, and we've also made Saturday a movie night. Mm -hmm. So we've been swapping back and forth what to watch. And I've been hearing a lot about the Fear Street trilogy, so I thought we'd dive in and check out that and see what all the hubbub was about. So yeah, we started with the first one, which is 1994. It's got some neat twists and turns in it.
1: It subverts expectations in the beginning.
0: Yeah, there's some reveals here and there like you're going, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Interesting stuff there. But for the most part, I don't think I like it enough to continue
1: the trilogy. Yeah, I do don't really get where all the hype's coming from
0: yeah i get that it's you know based on the the novels you know the more adults than goosebumps novels but not yeah. quite fun adult
1: uh it was fine yeah I. Th- but it wasn't something i would watch over again
0: and i know they're going for like this nostalgia kick and each of them set in a certain time period to reflect the horror of that era so this one was 90s horror and it just even though there are some twists and turns and even though they are working within kind of a meta horror field it still came off as a little too derivative for me Mm -hmm. it had a lot of cabin in the woods in it yeah with the multiple killers and yeah you know the reason behind it and yeah there's just there's a lot of scream in there too which is clearly one of the inspirations for why to do it Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wasn't quite drawn in enough to care enough to continue. Yeah, to develop more of the mystery. Though I can see where they're going, because of the all good men will be you know brought under the witch's spell, mm-hmm. and that the sheriff's name is good, and yeah. there's a politician whose name is good, and they're related. So yeah, apparently they're working for the witch somehow. I think you'll find out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just don't care enough yeah. to warrant sitting through another four hours of movies. Uh,
0: no. Nah. And with the, the one being basically a Friday the 13th kind of thing. I was
1: like, mm, mm, i be mm. feeling it. Yeah. I'll just watch Friday yeah. the 13th.
0: So it was okay and, you know, folks died that I didn't really want to. So
1: Yeah, well, that's the that's thing. That's the nature
0: of horror sometimes.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, well, they were all alive for so long mm. that you really started to hope, oh, they're all going to get out of this by working together yeah. and no.
0: And the nature of the death being really specifically cruel too.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like
0: mm, I don't know. She wasn't that bad to have that death, but I.
2: Yeah. At least you
0: feel something for the character, which is unlike a lot of horror where it becomes like you're rooting for the for the monster, not the not the survivors or uh, yeah. the people trying to survive.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So.
0: But your next choice was better. It's interesting that you're selecting movies you're already familiar with somehow.
1: Well, not always, because the next one I haven't seen. Really? Really. Oh. That's why I want to watch it. Okay. But, um, yeah. Well, the thing is, the next movie we're going to talk about is Annihilation. And I saw that, uh, I want to say three years ago, on a plane coming back from... Florida. right, Right. I was like, was that Nashville or Florida? How many years ago was it? Three. Okay. It wasn't Nashville. It was Florida. And so, and it just really captivated my interest, but you can't really get everything from a small screen in the back of the seat in front of you on a plane. Right. And so I wanted to see it again without distractions of other people around me Mm -hmm. and experience it in a, in a better way. Right. And there was so much I'd forgotten or chose to forget about that <laughs> movie.
0: Yeah, it's disturbing.
1: Uh, it's delightfully disturbing. Yeah.
0: And beautiful to look at, too.
1: It is. It is visually stunning.
0: Because it's an interesting take on like an alien invasion film where the alien invader starts to change the environment, like the actual DNA of the area, and to make it mm-hmm. more suitable for where it can live. That's the impression it gave to me. Yeah. It was like seeding the planet and then changing whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like when they cr- run across the plants that have that kind of genome that humans have for how humans are supposed to develop, where they have a head and arms and legs. Mm-hmm. And so plants were growing that way. So you'd have these plants, these bushes grow in the shape of people.
1: It's so wrong. Yeah. So wrong.
0: Nah. Alligator or crocodile Alligator. With yeah the uh, rows of teeth like a shark,
1: yeah, with the teeth in its throat, basically mm. so messed up, yeah, so many messed up things in a in a good way i'm not I'm not saying it's bad, I'm saying it was it was innovative
0: and how it was adapted from the novel for an all woman cast, really, for the main part, you know all mm-hmm. the leads are women, and how they seem to deal with it differently than the men do for going in there is yes.
1: I have the book, but I haven't read yep. it yet. But I think that the in the book, it's not all women. Yep. So, but uh, it has a lot of familiar faces in it. Mm-hmm. A lot of familiar faces.
0: And Tessa Thompson?
1: Tessa Thompson, Benedict Wong, Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac,
0: Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer
1: Jason Lee. Yeah, am I missing anybody?
0: There's a few other people in there.
1: Yeah. And the, the okay, the visual effects, the the visual effects, the visual effects. The visual
0: effects, the visual effects, the visual effects.
1: Okay, so it's fucking crazy because there wasn't a time where I thought, oh, that's digital. But you knew it had to be, mm -hmm. you know, logically you knew it had to be, but I didn't look at anything and say, oh, that's digital. Mm -hmm. Specifically things like the alligator. Right. And also the bear. Yeah, our demon bear. (laughs) Oh my God, that bear, that Uh, bear. Yeah. Fucking hell. And I
0: would scream.
1: Yeah. And I think the most, one of the most freaky things that you see is actually when they're watching that video.
0: Right, with the intestines.
1: With Well, it's not intestines anymore. Yeah.
0: It's some <laughs> moving creature.
1: Yeah, basically tentacles. Mm-hmm. There's tentacles just writhing in there around and around and yeah, around. Yeah, there's
0: little bits of the thing in there where stuff becomes misshapen and unnatural and. Like beyond what your mind can fathom. Mm -hmm. Like when the the soldier that they cut open to expose his tentacle intestines and he dies there apparently at the base of this pool and then they find him later and he's mutated even further and melded into the wall. Mm -hmm. So his head's basically been lifted from the rest of his body and you see his his exposed skull like about 10 feet above where he was sitting.
1: Yeah, and off at an angle.
0: Yeah, and all these tendrils connecting him to the wall as he's as he's getting merged into it.
1: Almost like a plant.
0: Yeah, like he's ivy
1: mm-hmm. or
0: something, or lichen.
1: So fucked up. Yeah. So fucked
0: up. Yeah, it's a disturbing film, and I lifted some of that for when you were playing Dungeons and Dragons, you went to that weird island swamp area mm-hmm. that had the house on it, mm-hmm. and where the fey creature was.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they ha- ran across that tree that was unnaturally uniform,, oh,
1: I hated that. <laughs> it was so wrong,
0: yeah I was I tried to lift a little bit from that creepy vibe, but even I couldn't quite touch upon how eerie being in that shimmer was.
1: It is so weird yeah, just oh, so much weirdness, and oh, the the thing that really freaks me out is that the end, when I should say the climax uh-huh. when. The thing gets a bit of, uh, what's her name's Natalie Portman's character? I can't remember the character's name. Right. Gets a, a few drops of her blood and, but it, she's staring at it before that and it's just like turning itself inside out mm. over and over again. <laughs> and it's just, I couldn't stop looking at mm. it. I'm like, that is, that is so completely alien yeah. to anything. Mm -hmm. That I've seen in movies before.
0: And even the things like they say that they don't recognize their fingerprints. They keep moving. Mm -hmm. And it even feels at times their skin is moving. Mm
1: -hmm. It's crazy.
0: And that they've all been affected. And like Tessa Thompson's character that's like a physicist was saying, this is like a prism. Mm -hmm. That that weird shifting light outside. I mean, it's shifting the light, but it's not just light. It's shifting. It's everything's getting refracted and, and bent and reshaped, including the DNA. Yep.
1: And um, our main character, of course, she was, uh, uh, she's a doctor Mm -hmm. for one thing, but like she taught, she's taught classes on uh, cancer cells Mm -hmm. and all sorts of things. So she is very much in the know when it comes to pathology. right? And so when she was looking at things under a microscope and she looked at her her own blood and she saw these cells going crazy, she's just like... Ah fuck! <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like yep, we're all infested with this now.
1: Yeah, it's uh, that that's the craziest part is that just watching that conclusion again before everything goes up in flames. I do believe it was the same person who came out that went in, but she's been changed already. Right. So she's not really the, her anymore.
0: Yeah, because it gives the impression that she's the one telling the story. So is she? is she you know a trustworthy narrator or she flawed in telling a lie is she been replaced or not and i think you're possibly right that she did use the phosphorus grenade at the end to kill that alien creature and she herself escaped but you don't know for sure because who knows
1: well i was watching it really carefully just to make sure i knew where everybody was at the same time yeah And so, and when she puts the grenade in that, in the other, hers, hands, and Uh she starts to leave, there's that, you know, it's, it's kind of not, it's changing back into that silver
2: Mm
1: -hmm. body. So, but again, she's already been changed. Yes. Her DNA has already been affected. So she is no longer that Mm -hmm. person, but she still has all of the memories. Right. Right she just doesn't, she's just not that person anymore. So in effect, yes, the real her disappeared the minute she went into the shimmer Mm -hmm. and started to be changed. But the person that came out is the same construct that went in, but it's not the same now.
0: And it's interesting how they also have the people that go in are people who have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. That either they have some kind of terminal disease or that they're, depressed anyway or they're just trying to find something that they lack is like that life for them was meaningless so why not do this instead mm-hmm. and so in a way it's kind of a metaphor for how grief changes you
2: mm.
0: and that the experience of of grief that you come out of it a different person
1: yeah yep it's uh it's fascinating fascinating mm-hmm.
0: movie yeah i agree okay next was my choice And it's a bizarre one.
1: It's batshit insane, let's be honest. Uh,
0: This one's been getting a lot of buzz, too. It's Malignant, uh, James Wan. Uh, I thought of another kind of glaring, like, wait a minute, kind of moment in it. But this was a very interesting film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Interestingly filmed because Wan has a good eye anyway. Yes. Like when doing overhead shots of a kind of a chase scene where you see the floor plan of the house. Yeah. Almost like it's a dollhouse is the way you put it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, fascinating stuff like that, but just the story of this woman who's been abused by her husband and he shoves her head against the wall and from that moment on this thing wake up wakes up in her and we spoiler have this alert reveal as it goes on and on and there's a how did this get played episode about this film too and they talk about how batshit insane it is. Except instead of referring to him as Gabriel, um she was calling him malignant the whole time.
2: Yeah. Because
0: he didn't like the name Gabriel, so he used malignant instead. Like, that was the name of the thing. But even the title malignant's a little misleading because mm-hmm. you think, and there's talk about can- cutting the cancer out and all this stuff, but it's not really a cancer, is it?
1: No, but it was, that's the thing. It was compared to, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a parasitic twin. Yeah. And it's it's like a malignant cancer that Mm -hmm. it keeps devouring nutrients to fuel itself.
0: Yeah, and takes over more and more of her her body and takes Mm -hmm. more and more possession of her and controls her. And it's interesting how it does that. But yes, it's this, you know, these murders happen after she has this blow to the head and her wound won't quite close. She, She keeps waking up to like blood on her pillow. And that's because there's parts of Gabriel this parasitic twin that was attached to her back still inside her because they couldn't cut it all out without killing her. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of stuffed it in. And okay. I believe it was some, um, yeah, it was, how did this get played? It, saying it was kind of like when you overstuffed your your luggage <laughs> and they just kind of shoved it back in and tried to sew her up and keep it in. <laughs> it's like sit on her skull so they can do the zipper. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> It is kind of a nasty movie it's got some bloody stuff especially opening credits even because they're doing operations and cutting into things you're like yeah
1: that that was actually the most horrifying part for me
0: yeah the opening credits are a
1: bit of a rough patch. The rest of it had a lot less of that yeah. than I was expecting. Yeah. So I was bracing myself for just nonstop body horror, but it was also more of a psychological thriller.
0: Yeah. And I was wondering why this this entity, this Gabriel, moved so weirdly, because it seemed to move backwards. Mm-hmm. And you find out later on. So at least they addressed that early on. So yeah, this manifests as soon as her head is stricken, like as soon as, like when she's holding her wound, like that night... Gabriel appears and kills her husband
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but there's a scene and it makes it look like it's a ghost that manifests because it'll appear under a lamp or something like that and that I can understand because she's looking and it's him making his presence known by affecting the way she sees which we find out later something he does all the time Mm -hmm. is affects her perception even when she was a kid but there's a scene where the husband's looking for it and sees it sitting on a couch watching television. And then it disappears, and he goes to look at this empty cushion, and the cushion lifts up. That would be like a ghostly image. That's not a physical body that's there. And we find out later, it's a physical body that's there. So it's a kind of a cheat of a misdirect to make you think it's a ghost when it's not?
1: Well, I don't know. If it's a particular kind of couch, you might still see that imprint. Mm. It might take a few seconds right. for it to go back to full thing. So... Mm. Oh yeah,
0: Yeah. you're right. I just (laughs) sat up, and the cushion did that. Whoa! So it just shows how fast it moves Mm because I just stood up for a second to see what the cushion would do, and it was still depressed, Mm -hmm. and then slowly lifted back up again. So okay, I take that back. That's (laughs) I I myth busted my own uh, criticism of it, but you had a criticism regarding yeah you know a couple of the things they say about. About Gabriel and how he works.
1: Gosh, I'm trying to remember exactly what I said. Oh, he's trying to get my cookie? Yes. You can't have my cookie. Shame. You shouldn't have sugar. He's like, but it's a bread product. I can smell it.
0: Yeah, he he does like... Cookie. (laughs) He likes bread.
1: I can't remember what I said.
0: There's two things that Gabriel, her... Earlier miscarriages weren't because of abuse. Oh, right, 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 right.
1: It wasn't because of abuse. It was because he was feeding off of the fetuses to become more powerful Mm -hmm. so that he could reawaken. And then also the thing that reawakens him is her head getting hit. It's like you can't have it both ways. That's putting a hat on a hat.
0: Yeah. there's
1: There's a little
0: bit of a way to explain that. Is that, yeah, it was absorbing these fetuses, you know. These miscarriages were feeding him to become powerful enough to awake, but he wouldn't awake until that wound was in the back of the head, so he could escape. Mm. That that sealed him in. Is my thought.
1: Yeah, I'm not going with that. I feel like if he were already powerful enough to take over again, he just would.
0: I just think the opening of that wound was enough for him to reach back and open the back of the skull to release himself. Mm -hmm. Which is how he does it, which is creepy as hell.
1: Oh, it's so fucked up.
0: And there's really bizarre moments like when she's stuck in this really weird women's holding cell that is like something out of the 70s. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh no! That's what uh, big city holding cells look yeah, like. Yeah,
0: just big holding cell, and of course she's you know this princess that looks like she doesn't belong there. So they all start picking on her, and this is when things are getting revealed about who Gabriel is and why her con- what her with his connection to May is, mm-hmm. or whatever her name is. Um, May, Matt, Maddie, Maggie, Maddie, 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 Madison, Madison, Madison. Right.
1: Her real name's Emily. Emily May.
0: Yeah. That Gabriel's connections to Emily is that they're one and the same person in some regard. They're they're twins. Which is weird also because when you absorb a twin it's usually like fraternal or whatever you want to call it. And what's the other Identical. paternal? Paternal, fraternal.
1: It's fraternal. Yep. That's when it's two eggs.
0: Yep. And this is paternal where
1: no, no. This was fraternal.
0: Okay, so well it would be oh right. So two eggs is
1: Fraternal. Fraternal. And one egg is identical. Yeah. Those are the two
0: kinds. that's paternal. She absorbed the other egg, which is usually not how that works. Mm -hmm. When you have this absorbed twin phenomenon, which apparently happens more often than people think. So there's... And this is something Jindan Raphael was saying, is that um, with earlier testing, like people have been tracking pregnancies at earlier times now. And they'll mm-hmm. notice this cell reabsorbed this twin that more of us are probably twins than we think that we've just absorbed into our body.
1: <laughs> okay, that's horrifying. Yeah. I could have gone my whole life without mm-hmm. knowing that. Yeah. My whole life. So,
0: yeah, it's, it's crazy. And the fight scene in that prison cell where... Gabriel emerges from the back of her skull and then basically breaks her arms so he can use them in the reverse way. I
1: don't think it's breaking so much as... Like
0: dislocating? Dislocating. She's healed after he goes, you know, back to sleep or goes dormant or whatever you want to call it.
1: Well, the first time we really get that hint is when she, he, she, he, she, when Gabriel kills that old guy in the bed that was one of the doctors. Right. That uh, took care of her when she was little. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, that that body's backwards. What is happening here? Yeah. It was so disturbing.
0: Yeah, it was a weird backwards way of stabbing somebody in the face multiple times, which is pretty yeah. gruesome in its own right. And all the sets were really big, too. Like, that was a big bedroom that he was in it.
1: Well, he was obviously very well-to-do. Yeah, that's true. And
0: good scare moments, like a lot of use of darkness and light, mm-hmm. like the biological mother doing that underground seattle thing which is its own thing that would be interesting to do a whole movie about really is that seattle being built on another city
1: that is crazy i
0: think chicago's done that way too and i think maybe boston is as well there's and we have some of that here in ogden as well there's a lot of tunnels that bootleggers would be using
1: well well we had gangsters start ogden basically yeah
0: there's a lot of uh, ogden underground stuff
1: well, the, the thing about this movie, yes, it was weird. It's unlike anything I've ever mm-hmm. seen before, but I figured most of it out <laughs> yeah. very early on. Yeah.
0: We were following along pretty well and we were guessing pretty well. But when it became, oh, it's this malignant twin, it's like, oh, so it's not her cancer that just kept growing, mm-hmm. which was my first concern. And that's yeah. why she felt this biological connection to it is like it was her own cells. That had gone malignant and become self-aware yeah. yeah but that was because it was the misdirect of the title of malignant and also mm-hmm. talking about getting the cancer out when that's not really what's
1: going on that really wasn't
2: what so, was so another
0: misdirect but i don't mind because you know just to keep you off-footed yeah But yeah we want we caught up on to it pretty quickly he's like oh it's
2: her well twin.
1: when he takes that woman who is yeah. doing the tours And he says to her, I've been waiting for this longer than you can imagine. Right. And I think, okay, what does this woman we don't know anything about Mm -hmm. have anything to do? Oh. And also when Maddie reveals
0: that she's adopted and there's a big music sting and you're like, it's kind of a big sting for saying you're adopted because that's not that big of a deal. So this is foreshadowing for what happens later. It's a
1: big deal for her sister.
0: Yeah, it's true. Who had
1: no idea.
0: Yeah, that's, you know, she's always longed for this blood relation because she's had this thing removed from her. And so it's something she longs for because she, you know, was a twin and that was taken away from her. And so she has this longing that was removed from her.
1: But which it's been which is in her
0: the whole time.
1: Yeah, it's it's dumb. You don't have to have a biological no. connection to someone to have a deep relationship.
0: Well, that's her story arc. She realizes that, and that yeah. she has a deeper connection to her sister, her non biological sister, than she ever had to Gabriel, because Gabriel's just a creep and what she called yeah. the devil,
2: because
0: mm-hmm. he would call her on this electric phone. Because for some reason he can control electricity, which is its own. Talk about hat on a hat.
2: You know yeah. how many
0: pieces of magic do you get that not only does he. Operate her body, but he can control electronic devices, too.
1: Well, he was shocked a lot.
0: Yeah, and absorbed the electricity and then yeah. used to, it to speak and and control lights and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, because in the very opening stuff, when you have the creepy... Nobody would build a hospital their hospital. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they somebody is... They're, they're trying to stop Gabriel and... One of the doctors that we see murdered later is saying, well, did you shock him? And said, it had no
2: effect at all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the hospital, which was, it's only a funny thing because the sister goes there to find records. She goes alone, parks right next to this cliff, which (laughs) I didn't understand why. And a very video game thing goes through like this. Hole in a fence and kind of a side scroller kind of way. Uh, yeah, and then gets into the building and it's all creepy in there. And she finds out the records are like in the basement. And she's like, oh, "Of course they are." And then boom, jump cut. She's at home with her mom and they're watching the video she well, found.
1: No, she did go and find the box <gasps> yeah. and she was going through the box <laughs> and true. she kept hearing weird noises. Mm. And I'm like, "Get out of there! Get out of there!"
0: Nothing happened. Yeah, but then she finds him, finds it in a box. Yeah, and yeah. We never see her leave the hospital. She just is suddenly at home. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah,
1: because she was like putting a cassette and I said, and I said to myself in my head, I said, are you fucking kidding me? Why are you still in that goddamn hospital watching it? Oh, mm. she's at home. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that was so funny that she just suddenly appears at home. Yeah. And so this moment of a scare you're waiting for is like, oh, okay. Subverting. don't, don't worry about subverting that. Subverting
1: expectations. Yeah, yeah Sneaky. Time. Mm-hmm. Sneaky.
0: Yeah, and of course there's police investigating all these murders and they get involved in it too. and all that's fun. So Um, many
1: police die. So many.
0: The cute little... um, uh, Corner girl? Yeah, corner girl, whatever. The evidence woman that would collect the evidence and put them in bags and stuff like that. Uh, She is James Wan's wife and she co-wrote it.
1: Forensic scientist. That's the word I'm looking for. yes. Yes, I loved her. Yeah. She so, she yeah. was great.
0: Yeah, she co wrote this, so
1: I was cool. gonna be very upset if a hair on her head was harmed. Yeah,
0: she was adorable.
1: She didn't even have that many scenes, but I'm like, I no. love you.
0: Yeah. And she had a thing for the one of the lead investigators, you know, the detective.
1: He was pretty cute.
0: It was known K Kikona
1: K I can't remember.
0: Yeah. Keikoa? something like that. They just called him Key, I think. Or Kay. okay
1: K- K- Yeah.
0: It was like a Pacific Islander name or something I Yeah.
1: Think. Very similar from that.
0: Kekoa, Something like
1: that. I think it was something like that, yeah. 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 I could look it up.
0: But yeah, the, the fight scenes with Gabriel were insane because they were almost like martial arts movie quality. Uh huh. It was like watching The Matrix except fighting backwards. It was really interesting. And also escaping on the fire escape and how just fling itself from level to level in this weird. Like, Barrel of Monkeys style.
1: Yeah, it's Keikoa.
0: Yeah, where hang and just drop and then hang and then drop. Yeah, that was... That
2: was...
0: Well, the conclusion was really cool when Gabriel was going to kill the sister. Mm -hmm. And then couldn't, but thought he did. Because Maddie took over and had learned how to control both of them. Though it makes you wonder where it goes from there, because... Maddie still killed all these people. It's still the same body that did all these crimes. So, and without Gabriel around anymore, supposedly, you know, locked away in her mind prison.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Who's going to face the penalty for all these crimes when she was signed in and put into the holding cell and was the only one to survive? (laughs) Is she going to prison for a really long
2: time?
1: Yeah. Uh.
0: How did this get made? Had an interesting point that from then on they could do like an Avengers thing or suicide squad thing with Gabriel <laughs> and Maddie. is like, okay, we need Gabriel. What's that? You're looking at something?
1: Okay, so the actor who plays her uh-huh. is Annabelle Wallace. Right. Who is an English lady. Uh-huh. She was the voice of Zora in Star Trek Discovery. Oh, nice. Yep. She has been in some horror movies. (laughs) Yeah. And apparently she was also in Peaky Blinders.
2: And
1: yeah, she's interesting. Actors that go for
0: horror, you know, even if they're already established, interest me. Because a lot of actors, it's like their first thing. It's like how a lot of directors start in horror and then move on from there too. Because, you know, it's cheap to make. People don't put, put a whole lot of faith in it. And they tend to make money. So, you know, you don't have to do much. It's just a way to get your foot in the door in the industry. And then there's those that actually have a pretty high regard of horror and will do it anyway.
1: Yes. The The amusing thing is the woman who played her sister is her real life name is Maddie. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> also, there's the, the music sting was also brought up in How Did This Get Played is it's Where Is My Mind? Mm-hmm. But done by, I think, Cell Dweller. Because I've seen somebody else talk about how Cell Dweller did the music.
1: Love me some Cell Dweller. Yeah, so. There were a lot of British people in this. Like, our, our little boy who played Kokoa is also British. Oh, wow. Yep. Huh. Yep, yep,
0: yep. Yeah, maybe they filmed at Pinewood.
1: It's possible. Um, yeah. It's, uh, Yeah. I, uh, here's the thing, is I usually can pick up when an American is playing a Brit, or mm-hmm. rather, excuse me. Yeah. I usually can pick up when a Brit is playing American because there are certain words that trip them up. Yeah. I never once thought that during this film. No. Not once with either of those guys. Yep. So, well done, fair play to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, fascinating film, bizarre, weird, funny at times, even if it's unintentional. Yes It can be it still be funny
1: Like when her sister shows up uh, After she's had the miscarriage And um, she's dressed like a princess Because mm-hmm.
0: she's j- just seeing her on her lunch break
1: Yep Because she's a princess at what I I don't remember what it some was Some kind of party supply party, company Party palace or yeah. some shit like that Yeah That <laughs> was just um, the matter of fact way That she was just there And every time she moved she had to pick up her skirts mm-hmm. So that she didn't trip over them yeah, just funny little touches like that.
0: Yeah, just little bits, just way over the top and crazy and insane film. I w- I would recommend it if you don't get too squeam- squeamish, because yeah, there's some body horror stuff in there.
1: Yeah, i i got I got to the point where I was okay with it, where mm. you know, because I don't watch a ton of body horror stuff but as I, a general rule, because yeah. I just don't need that in my brain. But I got desensitized enough mm. after the opening credits that. I was like, okay, fine, fine.
0: And there's been other horror films like this that I mean, it's it's in this sub genre of horror of you know the the evil twin horror that you get like Basket Case is one mm-hmm. where the you know underdeveloped twin is a murderer and the brother has to keep it hidden and that's one of these really super low budget horror movies but actually is really highly regarded for how they did it (laughs) and and that has a cult appeal and then there's stephen king's the dark half which is all about this guy who absorbed his twin and while i was writing you know these really horrible horror stories that was the twin doing that and when he decided to stop the, the twin got angry and started actually committing actual murders
1: I thought it was something having to do with the baby, and I think so did you for like two seconds. Yeah,
0: I thought it was like revenge.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, that
0: that maybe they were messing with time, but yeah, it was a very linear told story because they began with like what happened before, and then you know the the intro is the early stuff. So yeah, yeah.
1: it was inter- It was an interesting movie.
0: Yep, I agree. Uh, the final thing. We just watched today?
1: We have a couple of things. Oh, do we? Yeah, because there there are two other things to talk about after that.
0: Okay, but we're still in movies and similar stuff? Movies. We just today, while we had our anniversary lunch, watched The Muppets Haunted Mansion. (laughs) And we found it delightful. And yeah, people could say, hey, this is Disney just tying The Muppets franchise into their own amusement park company and stuff. But I don't mind it.
1: Well, last I checked, the Muppets had been part of Disney for mm. almost as long as we'd been married, if not longer.
0: Yep. And so I I don't mind it. It it was fun and and really endearing how they referred to moments in the ride and also at the same time acknowledged the Muppet show and paid mm. homage to just the nature of the Muppet show, including kind of a parody of the opening song
1: yes that was brilliant
0: (laughs) during one of the key musical moments this is a musical comedy kind of thing so
1: yeah don't worry there's not a ton of songs
0: no just here and there just for good measure
1: i was waiting the whole time just to find uncle deadly and finally he did show up
0: yep he showed up as a priest during the uh, ghost bride yep scene
1: and it was just fun yep it doesn't always work to take a ride and expand it into a story, but when you, t- when you take this other thing, mm-hmm. this other person, this well-known thing and put it in with it and just like, okay, now you're going to go through this
0: experience. Yeah. They married well.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, they married very well. They had the elevator scene where they changed the paintings to include the Muppet characters. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the dinner party scene where they had the big banquet table and playing the organ and stuff. And of there were people
1: dancing.
0: We have the whole Ghost Bride, the dancing, which is taken from the Muppet Show where they mm. did the really cheesy jokes that you also get in the Benny Hill show. Yep. It was the same kind of gag both of them were doing. Yep. It was the really short set-up punchline stuff between dancing couples. Yep. Of course, you had a take on Fozzie. You had the... Statler and Waldorf. And one of the ride carts from the ride.
1: Yes, one of the carts from the ride. The doom buggy, as it were.
0: Yep. Will Arnett doing his deep voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was super fun. I Uh, enjoyed it. With Pepe and Gonzo being the main leads. and Having those two, their friendship was nice. Because they play well against one another. So one that just wants to party and the other one that's not afraid of anything. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, Gonzo has pretty much always been fearless. Yeah. So, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was cute, and Mm -hmm. I loved all of the references for us adults who have grown up with both things.
0: Well, even the name of the magician that lived at the mansion of being the great MacGuffin, Mm -hmm. you know, being this Hitchcock reference to, you know, the thing that drives the plot that nobody really cares that much about. It's not the important thing.
1: With his amazing red herring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Pee-wee is red-hairy. Red- MacGuffin
0: and the red-hairy.
1: <laughs> Had
0: a French accent for some reason.
1: Yes, but hey, whatever. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. So That's
0: a diet. I don't know how much you have to say about the Haunted Mansion thing. It's short.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's like 45 minutes-ish.
0: Yeah, so you can get it done in a, a single watch easily.
1: I did also find it very funny that uh, Piggy made Kermit dress as her she dressed as him mm-hmm. for Halloween. And then
0: wrote scripts for them. Where,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Piggy.
0: Yeah.
1: Directed by Kirk Thatcher.
0: Right. Who has some Star Trek cred.
1: But he had Muppet cred too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Has Muppet cred too. Yeah. He's
0: the punk on the bus in uh, Voyage Home.
1: And has a cameo in the first uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man film. Right. Because there's that guy on the street corner that goes, do a backflip. (laughs) And right next to him is an old Kirk Thatcher holding a ghetto blaster on his shoulder. Looking up at him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, he has long time Muppet cred.
1: Yep. And he directed it. He co-wrote the story, um, co-wrote the script. So he had his fingers in all the pies there. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Some other things to talk about.
1: Okay. It's our anniversary. We talked about that. So I got the director's cut of Death Stranding. Yes, you did. did the upgrade thing. And I thought, how different can it really be? Oh, it is different. It's more, I guess, is the best way to put it. It's more. Right. Like all of the beats uh, are still there for when you're starting out. But as it progresses, you start to notice the things that were not present in the original. Uh Uh-huh. Like, there's this one area in the first area you start in, which is Capital Knot City and the Station, etc. Well, there's this new place called Luden's Fan, where it's this guy who's a fan of the Luden's whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Brand of products or whatever. That was a whole new area to connect to the whole chiral network. Right. Still hate going to the wind farm.
0: That's a pain in the ass.
1: I had forgotten, or maybe I'm confused and it never was this way, but Bola guns can now take down BTs.
0: That's really cool.
1: There's a new tri-motorcycle that has, they call it the transporter. You can load so much shit onto that bike. I can't Mm. even tell you (laughs) how much you can carry. Like, I was carrying at well over... You know, between the stuff on my back and the stuff on the bike, I was uh, carrying over probably close to 400 kilograms of shit. Wow. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's it's made things a lot easier. One of the biggest uh, things that's changed, first of all, the the energy drinks are not branded anymore. They're now Bridges right. brand. You know how sometimes Sam has weird waking hallucinations mm-hmm. like with bb and stuff like he taps the, the little thing and it so it becomes dead man's head yeah. in there yeah um they've gone beyond that wow they've gone beyond that there was a time where uh he woke up and and I, I was gonna just skip it and i'm like wait this is different the coloring is different and there's like weird lighting in the room and there's this figure in his shower Mm -hmm. And I've already had the shower scene with Fragile, so I know it ain't her. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what is this? I don't like this. And I don't like the music that is happening right now. And so he's moving closer to it. And like the electricity is buzzing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then it starts shifting back and forth, you know, like Jacob's Ladder-like. Oh, wow. Did not did not like that. Did not like that. And then it stops and it looks like a BT that's just floating in the shower. Ooh. And then it busts out of the shower and attacks. And it's a BT. And then he wakes up. And mm-hmm. then there's another time where I think, okay, I need to leave. You know, it's time to go. And it won't let me open the door because the door's already open. And there's this big black void there. Oh, wow. And, of course, he has to go get up and look at it. Mm-hmm. And so he goes out and he... he well, not fully out. He, he goes to the door and he looks around and it's like he's at the bottom of the ocean. And then he gets attacked by a big old beluga whale. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and then he wakes up from that. And it's like, there's so that's much. Insane. There's so much more weird shit. So oh, much more weird shit. So weird. And the, the graphics are even better. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they could possibly make uh, Norman Reedus look more like Norman Reedus, but they did.
0: Does he still break the fourth wall a bunch of times? Oh, all the
1: time. All the time. He's always winking at me. Yeah. And like, if you're if you're coming around on the other side of him, like facing the door, he'll just go like this and like, come on, let's go.
0: One of my favorite is when, uh, I think it's Mr. Hartman turns and looks at you and gives you a like.
1: Oh, yeah. He totally breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. All the time. So many times. Mm-hmm. That whole sequence with Hartman is just, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's, he's like talking to you, the player, not to Sam. It's oh,
1: weird. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy fourth wall stuff in this game. But uh, I feel like I'm enjoying it even more this time because Mm -hmm. now I know how to play the game. Yeah. And I don't have to go through all of the struggles of, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do here. Uh, So
0: it also sounds like the new controller makes it easier to carry stuff.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, is when when you've got a big load of of stuff on your back, you're going to have to hold those straps. Mm Mm-hmm. Which means you have to hold down the two trigger buttons, the L2 and the R2. And that can get really old. Yeah. And because of the way the controller is built on the PlayStation 5, it just is a lot easier. And I don't come away with my hands being sore for days afterwards. So, because I could only play it for like two or three hours at a time before I was just like, I'm hurting too much. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there was yesterday where I played it for like six, seven hours, <laughs> and it was nice. fine.
0: Yeah, I guess you can go back to it after this.
1: Yeah, I might. Yeah. Or I might play something else. Yeah. But uh, but I'm really enjoying this upgrade, and there are other little things that are new and better that they're adding, and I'm sure that I will find out more. Oh, there's a firing range now where you can practice with new weapons. All right. That was really fun with the hematic grenades. <laughs> It's like, I learned very early on, don't hit him with a hematic grenade and then go running over there. Wait until the blood dissipates so that you're not covered. By the end of that round, I was literally just covered in blood from head to toe. (laughs) My own blood. Your
0: own blood, covered with your own blood. (laughs)
1: Covered with my own blood. Mm. So, yeah, uh, two thumbs up for the uh, director's cut. I think that it's absolutely worth it.
0: Yeah, it's... It seemed like it was an anticipated game and then didn't sell as much as I guess people expected it to. But yeah, Death Stranding is some game, especially playing during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It seemed prescient because of everybody being separated from each other and everybody depending on delivery service. Mm -hmm. It was a remarkable game for that.
1: It's just a remarkable game in general. Just just the story.
0: Or even trying to rebuild America and trying to pull together these opposing coasts you know mm-hmm. it's like nuts
1: well the the amount of information that's in this game that's not even given to you in the actual you know like with characters talking to you mm-hmm. but like the interviews that you can access yeah. the emails that you get all of those different things they create they just add more to the world right it's a very well-formed world yeah. it is very detailed mm-hmm. it's impressive the, the scope and size of this game is impressive and oh they have added they added a little thing with the flashbacks when you get the flashbacks about bb the uh, what you think is your bb mm-hmm. when you're uh, coming up the elevator i'm convinced now that and see don't tell me cuz i haven't played the game all the way through i don't know the ending for mm-hmm. sure but i'm convinced that he is seeing he is having memories Why? of himself as a BB, because there's this point they had to have gotten mm-hmm. the guy, everybody back in for some extra voice work. There's this point where you have this little flashback and daddy is whistling this particular tune to you, mm-hmm. which is the exact same tune that Sam whistles to his BB sometimes yes. to make her happy. I'm still convinced that's a girl. Right. So just little things like that, mm-hmm. that are just well done.
0: Interesting. Uh, what else on the list there? Uh That is it. That is it? Okay, because, yeah, we already talked about our anniversary, so that's yeah. taken care of. Mm-hmm. All right, so Dark Track Time?
2: Dark Track Time!
0: dark track i was gonna play something called murders among us but i've already played that as a dark track and i think pretty recently too so i thought well what would fit in with among us and kind of the nature of gameplay and just how excited people might be if they end up being imposter and i remembered that skrillex released some free albums i believe on soundcloud and one of them has the song Kill Everybody on it. <laughs> I'm sure you all know Skrillex. I believe he used to be a metal guitarist and then got into electronic music. Was one of the first to really be a breakthrough artist with dubstep, which was big in 2012. Very specifically, like 2012 was the year of dubstep. And it kind of, it's still somewhat around, but...
1: I, mean, I, that I still was, like dubstep. I still
0: like it too. And I like... Bands like Go Fight that, and Skinny Puppy has even done this, is include a little dubstep in with what they're doing anyway. Mm-hmm. So you'll get some EBM and some Future Pop and other artists, like Electro is what Go Fight refer to themselves as, to add little elements of, of dubstep. I think even Delirium did that with the Music Box. Mm. I think they had a few tracks that had a little dubstep mixed in with kind of the world music and the trip hop so really neat fusion sound but i like it i like the wub wub and of course dubstep really started when dj started to fool around with the oscillator Mm -hmm. and realized if they like hypered up this oscillator during you know whatever breakdown or beat or whatever that they'd get this wub 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 -wub sound yep and then dubstep was born so This is a really cool track
2: by Skrillex called Kill Everybody.
0: nice sprites ep so is that nice listening to that again
1: yes it actually made me very happy yeah
0: i like the little video game elements in there that you mm. hear a lot of the chiptune kind of stuff yes that's kind of a nice little tie-in to our main topic as well that i hadn't even considered at the time is like oh yeah there's little video game kind of music type elements to uh, to this skrillex song yes
2: indeed. not a
0: whole lot in the lyrical content but you don't expect that for what's basically a club dance song yeah. Really.
1: How appropriate. Yeah. yeah I thought so too.
0: <laughs> I'm glad it made you happy. It's kind of an upbeat beat tune for considering the content of the actual song of wanting to kill everybody in the fucking world.
2: Yeah. There's that. Yeah.
1: Yep. Indeed.
2: Hey, everybody, it's Paul Shear. What? I have a podcast with June Diane Raphael and Jason Manzoukas. This kid's story is bonkers. Did... We watch the worst movies ever made. It's baffling! Oh, no. And it could not have gotten it more wrong. And then we try to figure out, how did this get made?
1: I felt sick. I felt really <laughs> what, upset. What Boom. Boom! Nailed it! What exactly is a street fighter? <laughs>
2: Listen to How Did This Get Made on Earwolf or your favorite podcast app. We would love it if you did.
0: All right, shall we get into this main topic? Let's do it. I don't know much around the formation of Among Us. I know it was just created as this app. It kind of seems like a little indie-type game that was released with little fanfare, but when the pandemic hit, it really blew up. Mm -hmm. And now there's memes about Among Us. There's... Various merch with Among Us. I imagine you can get a little Among Us pill body plushy and all kinds of stuff. When we were at the convention, we even seen wallets with Among Us. Oh, yes. Characters on that floating through space like they have on the load screen.
1: Actually, before we'd even seen the AEW people playing it, they did a live action parody of it mm-hmm. on the Being the Elite vlog.
0: Allie I- and Brandon Cutler have a rivalry. Mm-hmm. They're frequently... Really, their main goal is to kill one another as many times as possible. Yes. And they keep a like a list of track of who's ahead of whom regarding that. It's not voting each other out. It's full on kill. Yep. Each killing the other. And they were doing that with the members of AEW that have been playing Among Us. So you'd have Brandon come up and stab <laughs> Allie in the back. Mm-hmm. Allie, who's also the bunny.
1: This is the way the game works, in case you guys don't okay, know. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll talk about this. Uh, you have 10 or more people because mm-hmm. they've now made it so that you can have a bunch of people. Yeah. You really need at least eight, but 10 is better. Mm-hmm. And you can choose how many tasks you have to do, what, how many of each kind of task you have to do, blah, blah, blah. But you're on a spaceship or a station of some kind. Or
0: they even have the one that's very specifically designed kind of like the thing where yeah. it's like this it was, this winter like a research yeah. and it's all done like these social games like werewolf and mafia where there's imposters within the group and the rest of them have to figure out who they are
1: yes and the imposters they they get to go kill they don't get to kill just indiscriminately they have a cooldown time
0: right which also can be adjusted
1: yes and so Generally, once you've killed someone, or even when you just start out the game, you have to wait for your cooldown time to be over. You can also sabotage certain things. So basically, the goal of the imposter is to kill as many people as possible without being suspected and voted off. Everybody else's goal is to hurry and get their tasks done before <laughs> they get killed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Once someone is killed, it brings everyone together to discuss. Who they think murdered this latest person or persons, Mm -hmm. as the case can be. Yeah, because
0: there might be multiple kills, especially if there's multiple multiple killers.
1: You can't vote more than one person off at a time. You can abstain. You can skip. You can skip voting. You can also end up with a tie... Where enough people voted not to do anything mm. as voted for this person to get kicked off and no one gets kicked off. Yeah,
0: let's say four people vote for Colt mm-hmm. and four people Skipped. That's yep. a tie, so no, no, nothing happens. Nothing
1: happens. No one gets ejected. Yeah, somebody
0: has to have more votes than anything else, including skip, to be but, voted uh, off.
1: But with the level that our good kids over at AEW play, they usually play this spaceship called the Skeld. Yes. And when you are, when you are voted out, you are ejected in the cold void of space.
0: Yep. And there's the airship where you're dropped through the sky and just fall to earth. There's, I guess, the winter camp one. I think there's some lava nearby. They drop you in. Exactly. So, yeah.
1: When you get voted out, you
0: basically get shot out the airlock.
1: Yep. Exactly. Yep.
0: And so often at the first few rounds, unless something obvious happened and somebody had a sloppy kill, they'll skip
1: because mm-hmm.
0: there's not enough information and there's too many suspects.
1: Yes. I forgot to say that the killers can also move through vents.
0: Yes. then they call it venting. It's like the secret doors, the secret passages in the clue game, mm-hmm. but only the killers can use it. Yes. Nobody else can.
1: And so if you see someone venting, then you can call an emergency mm-hmm. meeting. Yep. And tell them what you saw, and, and hopefully say, vote them out.
0: Yeah. Hey, I just saw Allie vent, and
1: then she'll say, "No, I never
0: vent. Everybody knows I never vent." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's a lot of lying to your friends.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of playing it cool, and you know, not being suspicious, which has now been abbreviated to sus. sus. Yep. Like just at least it's the right letters. Mm of abbreviating um
0: yeah alex usually has sus in his his name title yes his gamer tag is like alex not sus or something like that never sus
1: a lot of times their conversations about who might be guilty are hilarious Mm -hmm.
0: and whenever they have somebody new on that they're like okay there hasn't been a kill forever so it's probably this person Yep. (laughs) because they never play or this was their first time and they don't know how to kill
1: I think you started watching it way before I did.
0: Yeah, because I noticed Allie was streaming and I'm a big fan of her, a big fan of the Bunny. And so I'd watch her play with the big bunch. There's what Excalibur, who's Mm -hmm. the announcer for AEW. There's Alex, who announces for the Spanish side of things and also is on QVC. And is now the spokesperson for Pinta. Even sometimes he'll have his, his gamer tag be Pinta Says. Yes. <laughs> Colt Cabana. Mm-hmm. Evil Uno, so two members of the Dark Order.
1: Yep. BMD? B- BMD. BMD,
0: who's a Canadian friend of Evil Uno's and has his own stream. And he's hilarious. He's super funny. Very Canadian. Yes. Like super duper Canadian.
1: Adorable. Just happy-go-lucky, that one.
0: They have Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. which is funny cuz she giggles nervously over everything and mm-hmm. so she's always suspected or sus there's Leva Bates the librarian um who am i missing
1: well you said Brandon Cutler
0: Oh Chris Harrington mm-hmm. Brandon Cutler who's part of the elite Chris Harrington who signs their checks
1: Yes not to be confused with Kit Harrington guys No
0: no cuz i thought that too it was like is Kit Harrington playing as I know, this is Chris Harrington who's Well
1: The the funny part is, Kit Mm. is a nickname for Chris. Right. Christopher. Funny.
0: He's part of the management, like the production team of AEW. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he's like deals with the finances. What's really funny about Chris Harrington is for whatever reason, he goes off on his own to the most dangerous areas of the map and gets killed almost immediately. And so if Chris Harrington's not dead within the first round, he's He's, probably the imposter. Yeah. And I don't think anybody else has picked up on that.
1: I don't either, and I think that there may have been one time, mm-hmm. one time that I can think of where that wasn't the case.
0: Where he was innocent and still mm-hmm. lived?
1: Yeah, and so it seems to me like 99% of the time, if he hasn't died within the first round or the second round, then he's the killer. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's fun when they do it, because you watch Allie's stream and I watch Evil Uno's stream. Yeah.
0: And they're very different streams. Very,
1: very different
0: Uh, Uno's is super entertaining because Mrs. Uno will sometimes be there.
1: Yes. well, she's almost always there.
0: Evil Uno has certain tiers for how many bits people donate or -hmm. if they have a subscription. And if he's on the hype train, if they reach level five, he'll ring a gong. It's a very loud gong. For a certain number of bits, Uh, Mrs. Uno will shoot him with a Nerf gun. Or with a full clip from the Nerf like machine gun.
1: <laughs> yeah, the automatic weapon. Yeah, That's, I think, if they donate 5,000 bits or more. Yeah,
0: something like that.
1: Yeah, for every 5,000 Oh, I think bits. it's
0: 2,000 for the clip. Oh, you're 500 right. 500 for a single shot to the head, I think. Right. And then the gong is if they make level 5 hype train.
1: 2,000 is definitely the full clip. You're right. Yeah.
0: It's funny because he'll just be wincing while he's getting shot in the head with a bunch of darts. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll catch him in the ear or the nipple and he'll go, ow!
1: Yep. What is funny is that all of these little icons, all these little avatars, are all in the same kind of spacesuit, Mm-hmm. But different colors. You can choose the colors. And then you can also choose to wear pants and yep. hats So and have a little thing trailing you if you want. Yeah.
0: You've got these kind of armless bodies that are your, like, avatar for your character when playing the game. And they're all, I guess they're called, I've heard them called pill bodies, where they're shaped like a pill or a bug or, you know, they're kind of like bean shaped. Yeah. They look like they're little environmental suits and you can do different colors and they've updated the colors and there's like pink and blue and white and brown and whatever, then yeah, you can choose hats, uniforms, pets, mm. which is weird. You'll just have this thing following you around, which is kind of odd, like one of them's a UFO. <laughs> you walking around <laughs> with this UFO floating behind you. And one of it. them was like like a cursor avatar kind of thing, which was confusing, is so to be weird. followed by this little symbol that, yeah, you could dress yourself up as a police officer or... Some of them is like dumb written on a post-it that's mm-hmm. stuck to your head. But it's just D-U-M. Yeah. Or you'll have a hatchet because Allie will either do some cute ears. There's no bunny ears. Why yet, is, that, which is why weird. aren't there
1: bunny ears?
0: Because if there's bunny ears, you know she'd wear those. Yes. But yeah, she'll wear like a machete in the head or something mm-hmm. like that.
1: Yeah, there's one that's a roll of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. just sitting on top of the head uno tries to always be purple because that's sort of the dark Orders thing yeah it's, it's the purple.
0: dark order's color is purple and, and so then he'll wear it's always weird when someone
1: has taken the purple and he can't mm-hmm. use it it's just like n- this is wrong this yeah. is wrong i can't handle him being brown this is not right yeah
0: if he can't be purple he usually defaults to brown yeah uh, allie likes to be pink sometimes chris harrington will steal her pink and so she'll have to just pick to be like a, dick. a blue she'll put like kind of like baby colors baby pink baby blue kind of colors
1: yeah well and that's the thing there are different hues Mm. of the colors so there might be two people in there that are or even three people that are green but this one's light green this one's medium green this one's dark green yeah it's
0: like the blues there's like a mid blue there's a dark blue and there's a light blue and yeah Excalibur is usually blue wearing a top hat which is funny because he's always sounds so tired when he's playing
1: (laughs) He probably is Because he
0: records so many episodes of AEW. Because some of them might have a day off or they're not wrestling that day. But X is there almost all the time. Besides being able to kill, the killers can sabotage as well.
1: Yeah, I said that. Oh, did you? Yeah.
0: When, oh, it must have been... Much
1: earlier. Okay.
0: So, like, they can mess with the oxygen, mm-hmm. like the life support system, or they can mess with the engines and create a meltdown.
1: Or electrical.
0: or Or they can turn off the lights and that also turns off access to your your tasks so you don't know which your next task is or how many you've completed until you fix comms so you well that's
1: comms not uh, electrical that's
0: right electrical is the lights which people go into electrical to fix the lights by flicking them back on so yeah there's what four things you can sabotage Mm
1: -hmm.
0: comms which will shut off
1: access to your tasks You have arrows pointing to where you need to go. And they're red and and flashing
0: as this alarm goes off usually. It'll turn that off.
1: Yeah, it'll turn those off so you can't see where you need to go.
0: Yeah, if it's oxygen or the reactor, there'll be an alarm going off that tells you you have a time limit to get there. If it's comms or electrical, there's no alarm because you just realize that there's an issue. And yeah, you have to fix
1: it. It's but not it's not a, a thing that Life will kill you yeah. if it's not fixed. Whereas if you don't fix the oxygen, game over. If you don't fix the reactor, game over. Yeah. Everybody dies.
0: And so you can win the game if you're one of the crewmates by either voting off both the imposters before you're all killed or completing all your tasks. But the killers, it's killing everybody. So only one or two imposters, or how many imposters you play with, survive. You can have one imposter voted off and one still survive and still win as the imposters. Because as a ghost, you can continue doing the tasks. And as a ghost imposter, you can continue to sabotage and close doors and stuff like that. Yeah. But you can't kill as a ghost. Uh,
1: The game is either won by eliminating, like you said, both of the killers or also by finishing all of the tasks yeah, before not... everybody's murdered. Yeah, right. But if it gets to the point where there's an equal number of killer and uh, survivor, you know, it goes to whoever acted last. <laughs> Basically, if the killer, if there's even if there's only one killer, if they kill everybody but one person, the killer right. wins.
0: That's right. If it ties, yeah. if your number of survivors or your number of crewmates equals your number of killers, the killers automatically win. Yep. Because it just shows that you're not going to survive because the very next thing, they're just going to kill you. Yes, because
1: you can't kill them.
0: Yeah. And if you're the single crewmate and you know you're not the imposter, if you could vote or hit the emergency button, you could vote them off. Or it'd be a tie anyway because it'd be yeah. one-on-one. So, yeah, I could see why they'd end the game there. So, yeah, you win as a killer if your killers number the number of crewmates remaining. Uh, should we talk about tasks? <sighs> tasks. <laughs> Tasks. There's of course the tasks in electrical where you know, fixing the lights isn't a task, but there's long tasks, there's short tasks, there's like medium tasks. Long tasks are usually complicated or have some kind of time limit to it. Like there's one in the bio med or med bay where you search for an anomaly, you take like samples and put them in the thing and you have to wait a minute and go back and... Retrieve the sample to find the anomaly, and that is your task. It's like a minute long, but you can do it. Put it in there. Go do other things. Come back and pick it up. But yeah. it still takes a minute to do.
1: Yeah, but and that's the same thing with the scanning in NedBay Bay as well. Is you have to get on the scanner and wait while it so slowly spits mm-hmm. out the information. Uh, you can easily get killed on the scan pad. The
0: downloads and uploads are that way too. Yeah, where you have to download files. And it takes a while, and it goes through the whole Eddie Izzard comedy bit of the time. It's like, okay, you have 24 hours, 12 minutes, 6 minutes, 3 seconds, 1 second, you're done.
1: So those take some time. Also, the pew-pew, playing asteroids, basically. Yeah, you
0: basically play asteroids. You have to destroy 20, 20, and that's in weapons. In navigation, there's this little thing where you have to track your little rocket ship. Through this zigzaggy course.
1: That's not hard though.
0: No, and there's one really simple one where you just adjust this crosshairs to point mm-hmm. directly forward. So you're kind of adjusting the course setting for the ship.
1: Of course, there's empty and garbage, which all the garbage has leaves in it. Which
0: is weird because yeah. why is there leaves in space?
1: Yeah, I don't understand why there's leaves on a ship.
0: And it, you can have animations on your tasks or not. If animations are on, other people can see whether you're doing them or not. Because as an imposter, you can pretend to do tasks. But with animations off, they wouldn't be able to tell if you're actually pretending or not.
2: While mm. animations
0: on, they can tell you're doing something. As with when you're dumping the garbage, you see it get shot off into space. With animations off, I think that doesn't happen. That was the bang of the our Halloween decorations outside.
1: Yeah, it's getting windy. Yeah. That freaked me out because I just saw the flapping and I thought someone was coming up the stairs.
0: Nope, it's just a little gooey hanging by our front railing on our porch. Simon Says.
1: It's not Simon Says. It's
0: just Simon. It's just Simon. Everybody calls it Simon Says, but But it's it's basically a memory game where you have this panel of nine squares and it does repeating lights and you just have to remember them. One, then one two, then one two three, one two three four, then one two three five. Speaking of one two three fives, there's one where you just have to hit the numbers in succession, and all the numbers are scrambled. But you basically have to go one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. Mm. There's shields that looks like a soccer ball, and you just have to click the ones that aren't lit properly. There's what they call the bleep bloop, which is basically I guess just a fuse that you move over, and so it connects properly, so electrics works. There's wires, which drives you crazy because of OCD.
1: Yeah, I've, I've gotten better about it.
0: Yeah, there's red, blue, yellow, and what's purple. the other kind of purple? And you have to connect one end to the other.
1: In color.
0: In the color. So red to red, blue to blue. And they're scrambled, so sometimes the pattern is really crisscrossed and mismatched. And so anybody with the OCD goes kind of a little crazy at that, of seeing... All these wires crisscross in this random pattern.
1: There's the card swipe, which can be really fast Mm -hmm. or really you're there for an hour.
0: Yeah, you have to swipe your card at a specific speed. Too slow and it doesn't read too fast and it doesn't read. So sometimes you can be there forever trying to card swipe, especially if they've updated the game and changed the time it takes to swipe your card. And there's some levels where you have to do that for certain doors. Mm. You have to get out your card and swipe it to open the door, which seems like it would be very annoying very quickly, yeah. as frustrating as card swipe can be.
1: There's the filling up the gas can and then taking the full gas can and emptying it into this thing in one of the engines.
0: Yep. There's aligning the engines so they're pointing in the right direction. Yep. And I think that's it for tasks. I think we named them all. Yep. I can't think of any we missed. And, of course, when there are these sabotage emergencies happening, the crewmates have to go take care of that or die in certain instances or be hampered by whatever's going on. So, like, go into electrical, fix the lights. Oh, yeah, there's another one fuse one as a task where you just move this fuse to a certain position. And mm-hmm. I think that one's only in electrical. But also with the oxygen, you have to go input a code to reset the life support system. And then in comms, you have to play around with these dials until you get this sound wave to match, which is a little tricky for some people.
1: Well, the, they're expecting the game to tell them that it's fixed. But what you really need to look for is the arrows reappearing. Yeah. And that's when you know you're done.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't say successful.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just suddenly your tasks pop back up. There's one other task they just added, and that's cleaning the vents.
1: Oh, right. Which is
0: so funny because if somebody's hiding in the vents, and uh, impostors will do this sometimes, is they'll jump into a vent to hide. And if your task is to go clean a vent and you'll find pieces of pizza and, like, tennis balls and stuff in the vent, you'll pick them up. But if you go do that and somebody's in the vent, they'll be automatically forced out. Yeah. Into whatever, I guess, the nearest vent to them is.
1: And chances are they've just killed somebody mm-hmm. and their kill cooldown hasn't uh, counted down yet. So they won't be able to kill the person that just flushed them mm-hmm. out. And that person can then call an emergency meeting and say, uh, this person just came out of the vent. Mm-hmm.
0: And then there's also security where there's cameras. Yes. And so people can watch the cams, which there's about four camera set up so you can watch people and sometimes you might see either a murder happen or somebody pop out of a vent Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. And also there's, I don't know how useful it is, but in the same place where you do card swipe, there's this place where you can see Where there are people. They don't have their names there, I don't think. No, it just shows the
1: location of warm bodies.
0: So if you see somebody disappear from one place and appear in another, the chances are that... They just vented. They just vented. And if you can figure out who came from that room later, you'll be able to figure out who the imposter is.
1: Yes. When you're the imposter, when you kill, it's very quick. You basically just cut somebody in half. But Mm -hmm. when you're being killed... There is a specific animation that will play. And it's not the same every single time. No,
0: One of my favorites is like the alien mouth piercer thing. It will come out and pierce the guy like right in the head and yes. kill them.
1: Mm-hmm. There's also a typical stab you. There's a typical gun.
0: Yeah, it's like a revolver gets pulled out and mm-hmm. you get shot.
1: Yep. And there have been times where people have seen someone fall down dead but didn't get a, a good enough look at who was around. Mm-hmm. And it can often result in either nobody getting voted off or the wrong person getting voted off.
0: Yeah, there's a thing called self-report where, and evil Uno has done this, mm-hmm. where he'll kill somebody, go around, pretend to do tasks. If ha- nobody's found the body yet, he'll go back and report it. And then there's other people that will kill and then immediately report the body. Mm -hmm. As if they had just run across it. And I think Allie's done that on occasion. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I think they all have at one point or another. It gets really entertaining when they're accusing each other and discussing. And okay, where have you been? Where Mm -hmm. did you start? Where did you go? Where have you been?
0: Colt has a tendency to take over. It can be kind of domineering. Yep. And really control the conversation. And he does cams a lot and then complains when people don't do tasks. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of hypocritical because he's often on cams so often that he hasn't done his tasks mm-hmm. and they might be behind.
1: Yeah, it's like, hey, Cold, don't go to cams till you've done your tasks, bud.
0: And then Leva, she threatens not to do her tasks if she gets voted off and she's innocent, <laughs> which is a, a bad move because you just force your crewmates to fail because, you know, they're either they're going to vote everybody off or they're not going to complete their tasks. And so. The imposters are good. They're going to eliminate them.
1: Yeah, don't help the imposters win.
0: Don't be the third imposter, which is another reference of somebody who's intentionally or unintentionally helping the imposters win the game by being difficult. Yeah. And the whole rivalry between Brandon and Allie is if one or the other dies within like the first couple of rounds, it's really easy to blame the other. Mm -hmm. And they'll often get voted off even if they're innocent unless... You know, they've been around somebody the whole time, which is a little tricky, too, because the buddy system is hard to do because yeah. you don't know who's an imposter and who's not until you start kind of forming these alliances because they mute when they're playing the game and only unmute when they're in discussion. And so they can't secretively tell each other, hey, I'm not the imposter, so come help me. They can do that during the meeting. But do you believe them?
1: yeah. That's the thing. It does rely on, on their honor, obeying the rules, uh-huh. by not talking after they're dead.
0: And also not reading the chat or having somebody in the chat tell them who the imposter is. Because that's a big no-no. Yeah. Because a lot of these, they're, they're streaming. Mm-hmm. I believe Colts will stream, Nilo will stream, Ali, Evil Uno, Leva streams, BMD streams. You know, all of them are streaming from their Twitch channel. And so if the people, you know, watching in the chat are saying, hey, this is the imposter. And also there's this thing where the the people watching the chat will go through all the other channels to find out who's the imposter and watch that one. And then when it changed, goes to another imposter to watch that one. Because so they're weird. more interested in watching the imposters. And so you'll see a drop in viewership each time somebody's a crewmate as to opposed to when they're imposter.
1: Evil Uno is always like, I just want to kill
0: yeah, well, Allie's like, I hate
1: being the imposter. So much stress. I just want to get my tasks done. Yep, yeah, that would probably be me.
0: I mean, it's funny when after she gets killed, because she doesn't want to get killed. She gets super nervous. She runs away from most people. And then even when she's the imposter, she's pretending to do tasks most of the time rather than killing. And she doesn't do a whole lot of sabotage. Yeah. So she doesn't make the best killer, though. She has one on occasions rather surprisingly. It's like, oh, it's Allie. Wow, Allie was the imposter the whole time. Who knew? But yeah, when she becomes a ghost, it's like relief. It's like, oh, because when you're a ghost, you can go through walls, get your tasks done even faster. Yes. And then you don't have to worry about being killed. You just want to get your tasks done. But tasks can be interrupted by reports. Oh, yes. And then you have to go back and finish your task later.
1: That's so annoying.
0: Funny things. Leva swearing is always funny. Yes. Because she's got a potty mouth. Big time. And she seems to get frustrated sometimes with her set up like she'll have problems with her controller for whatever reason be swearing it's like I was just standing there because I couldn't get my mouse to work
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that sort of thing Allie she's got two dogs they, have, they definitely need some training because they bark a lot mm-hmm. and meanwhile she's married to the blade and so he'll be in there fixing lunch or doing dishes or something it's like, like, like
1: seriously, that seriously now
0: it's like now. there's so much noise but it's still funny and Allie's really good stream because she talks to the chat and asks them about stuff, and they talk horror movies and music and just all kinds of things. Even though know, we already talked about what makes his so great, and they also have like French word of the day. They do a little language language <laughs> lessons because you know, around Quebec and you know that kind of area, so they got that whole Quebecois thing going on. Yes. Even though you don't think of Evil Uno being French-Canadian because he's just Canadian-Canadian. But yeah, he's he knows French and they talk about knowing French. Yep. And just fun little Canadianisms. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. But, oh, Uno gets so intense when he's the imposter. He gets super quiet and he yes. just concentrates.
1: He has done some sloppy kills before.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Especially if they haven't played for a while. Because there's so many AEW shows now that it's really hard for them to find time to set aside. The last time they did was for Mrs. Uno's birthday. Yes. And that was a very special, okay, we're gonna, you know, put aside this hour to do this thing for you know, Mrs. Uno, because they all love her so much. And it was really fun.
1: It was really fun. Yeah.
0: But now Evil Uno is in charge of this AEW game streaming thing, so that'll be interesting how that takes off, and how he'll deal with that scenario.
2: Indeed. So...
0: Nyla's fun because, yeah, she gets nervous and laughs about everything. And she's known for killing as soon as she possibly can, often sloppily. Often in groups where people will bundle around one task. And so it's hard to tell who does what. She'll kill somebody in a group of like four or five people. And it's such a her move that it's really hard to blame anybody else for doing that, even though they will.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like all you have to do is just... You know, do the thing that she does, and they'll blame her.
0: And she giggles even when she's innocent in such a way that it seems like like she's she's guilty. Guilty, yeah. She puts a lot of uh, suspicion on herself. Seems like Chris just likes to antagonize people, especially Allie. Oh, Leva too for wearing the mask. Mm -hmm. Because we talked about how they can all change their outfits and stuff. Leva is wearing somebody's face on her little avatar piece. And it's disturbing. Yeah, and it looks like it's like a cardboard thing stapled on. It just doesn't look right.
1: It it is it is wrong.
0: And they get after her for it all the time. Well and, it is disturbing. Yeah, it's like we kicked you out, Leva, not because you were suspicious, it's because of the damn
1: mask. Yeah. But she refuses to stop.
0: Mm-hmm. And they've had other guests on, like uh Penelope Poop.
1: I love it when Penelope Poop is on. She gets so flustered if yeah. she's the imposter. Mm-hmm. Because she's just not as familiar with the game.
0: Yeah. Allie's best friend is Penelope Ford, the super bad girl. They are so cute together. Yeah, they're a tag team now, which is about time because they're really close friends. Yeah. They hang out all the time together. At least when they're, you know, around because they live in different places. But yeah, when it comes to AEW, they hang out. Yes. Do makeup and stuff together. Go to lunch together. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of other guests. Miro was there early on, but apparently he rage quit one game and never came back.
1: Oh, I can't imagine Miro doing something like
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss him too much to be honest with you. They get some other Canadian friends on. I think there was one time 8 of the 10 players were Canadian.
1: Yep, I think so. Oh, Dustin was on one time, which he really isn't. That's his real name. Mm-hmm. His wrestling persona is Chuck. Yeah, Chuck
0: Taylor of uh, uh, Best, Best friends.
1: friends. Best Friends. Yeah. Where the hell did Trent go again? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Maybe he's injured. I don't know. He was already injured. Yeah. And he was gone for a long time, and now he's back from injury, and he got injured again? What is going on? No, he
0: was there for the haircut. No, he wasn't. With Jack Evans, wasn't he? No. Wasn't
1: Chuck Taylor? Wasn't he the one? Chuck was, but not Trent. Oh, Trent.
0: Okay, I got confused. Yeah, Trent I haven't seen for ages.
1: Well, he came back to beat the crap out of Merrill, remember? Right. And that's also when Chris Statlander showed up again.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
2: I don't
1: say. know. I don't know either. Because now all of a sudden there's Wheeler, Utah, which I'm not complaining about. He is cute as yep. fuck. But I don't know what happened to Trent.
0: I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of Canadians, a lot of other wrestlers. They had Hornswoggle on there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think a couple of times. So that was fun. Because that's the wrestler most people know. It's from the what the Leprechaun reboot he was in. Uh, anything else to say about, uh, about Among Us and the AEW crew?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think it's good that you can watch people play and they might get a little angry with each other, but you know, it's not for real. Yeah. It's not um, going to be a lasting thing. Like you rage quit and never play again.
0: Allie has a thing called the ooh list. Ew. <laughs> She'll actually say, ooh, uh, cause they'll get after her or say things about her dogs or... About her not completing tasks in time, and she'll put them on her ooh list, which is basically her shit list. Yes. And she has a, even a whiteboard now that she'll write it down, and she'll post the ooh list onto social media.
1: He is freaking out. He needs to see what's happening. Yep,
0: and it's something that has been included in her vlog with doing the ooh, and even in her bunny persona, she's been adding the the ooh a little bit.
1: Yes, she has. But
0: yeah even with the arguing and sometimes it gets pretty heated with the arguments too, or people saying things about being an idiot for voting off the wrong person or going back against something that was obvious early on as if they had forgotten. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) It's
0: like, you saw that murder right in front of your eyes. And now you're saying that they didn't do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sort of thing.
1: But it's really just for entertainment. It's not a grudge that, gets held forever and
0: a lot of these are up on youtube especially under evil uno's thing you can find a lot of them yes if you're interested in watching they're about two hours long so it's it's a good chunk i mean it's like longer than some movies but it's strangely comforting yes I miss it when it's not there. It makes me yeah. want to go and watch some classics. And we were doing that for a while.
1: Yeah. When
0: we were just kind of in a funk and not really interested in watching anything narrative or anything else. It's like, let's just watch some evil, you know, do, you know, play video games with his friends. Because mm-hmm. it's like the draw some people have to just watching YouTube or Twitch rather than, you know, other scripted content or even reality shows which in their own way are scripted because they're edited in such a fashion to tell a story
1: the producers behind the scenes are guiding everything yeah they're
0: manipulating things pulling strings to get certain things to happen so i think that's enough about among us that we want to talk about i mean they've Occasionally played other maps because Nyla really likes the airship and so every once in a while they'll go to that and complain because they don't know where the heck they're going and everything's too far apart because it's meant for more people to play than 10.
1: Yes, the scaled seems to just be the right size. Yeah,
0: they all know where they're going. They all know what they're doing. They know what the tasks are, where to go, how to fix an emergency when they take place. But when they do a new map, it's like when there's an emergency, nobody knows where they're going and nobody knows how to get there. Yeah. And so they all die and then they get upset and then they go back to the Skelt again. hmm <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was Among Us. It's our second episode of the Halloween season. So you could tell how it would kind of tie into the whole spooky season kind of vibe of having imposters on a spaceship killing you and trying to figure out who they are. Very suspenseful in that regard, too.
1: Doing spooky hands without spooky hands. Spooky.
0: Yep. So, uh, shout outs? Shout outs. Hey! hey! Our shout out this time is to the orgs. Yes. Uh, Reverend Organ, Peter Organ, and Anne Marie Organ.
1: Yes, that is his real name.
0: They're of the Borg cast, and they also do a Buck Rogers podcast right now. So, <laughs> so they do Star Trek podcast, Buck Rogers podcast. They did the Battlestar Galactica podcast.
1: Old and new? Uh yes. I have I'm so behind on everything.
0: They even did eighty and hated it. Oh, it was so bad. bad. It's mm. so bad. Yeah, that they had the children, they had weird powers and it was just weird.
1: Well, yeah. Plus it's like you killed off Apollo, fuck you. Yeah. This is grown up boxy. Not working for me.
0: Uh, anything you wanna say about the orgs?
1: I think they're delightful. They are and uh they're fine, fine people. I couldn't ask for better religious friends.
0: Yeah, he's a vicar. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not a religious person, but uh, I respect other people's religions.
0: And it's crazy too, because Anne Marie swears like no other person alive. Oh, she
1: is. She is so creative in her swearing. Yes, so creative. Uh, it's Minge magnificent. Minch pimple, I think was Minge one. Minch pimple.
0: Minch okay. pimple was one of hers.
1: Yeah, I. <laughs>
0: <laughs> swears like a sailor, that yeah. one, but she's a vicar's wife and she likes her beer.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. They're lovely people, mm-hmm. wonderful people, and we adore them. Yes. What do you think? Should I play a tarot playlist for next week? Ooh, yeah.
0: Okay, so I'll do that for the Justice card. And then we have something in mind for our fourth and final spooky October Podcast already in mind, so don't have to worry about talking about that anymore. We've got it all locked down. It makes me wonder if we need to rewatch it. Probably not.
1: Well, we'll talk about it. In yeah. A minute.
0: Okay. So with that, we will bid you farewell, and uh, if you're interested, you maybe dip into one of those evil, you know, uh, among us. Maybe the one with all the Canadians, because that one was delightful. Like. Yes. All
1: right. Bye. Bye.
0: You have been listening to the Dark Corner podcast with B.J. Evil Dave and Starfleet Lieutenant Junior Grade Brandy Jacola. Find me on Twitter at Dark Corner Cast. One word. Brandy is Brandywine twelve. Brandy is spelled with an I. Brandy also has several Star Trek podcasts. Hear her on "What the Future Holds," a Star Trek Discovery podcast. "Hold We Go," a Strange New Worlds podcast. The Vedic Assembly a Deep Space 9 podcast and you can see her guest host on the Unready Room most Friday nights on YouTube on the Kurt rats YouTube channel. Kurt rats is Star Trek spelled backwards. Also, she makes guest appearances on the Infinite Trek YouTube show as well. Dark Corner Podcast has both a group and a fan page on Facebook. The opening track is Unbelievable as covered by Batlavia. The closing track is At Last the End by Cat Temper. The dark tracks are offered for free or are submitted by the artist or artist's representatives. All other music is used for demonstrative purposes and no infringement of copyright is intended. Follow, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or on the available podcatcher of your choice. You can email us at darkcornerpodcast.com. A special thank you goes to Tom Elliott for kindly hosting our website. Listen to him on the Twilight Zone podcast. And thank you for allowing us to
2: keep you in the dark. The Department of Evil. The Dark Corner...